Back here for more Sports Drive on ESPN Pensacola, 1330 AM, 99.1 FM. I am joined by Brent Beard of First Coast News and co-host of the SEC and Helping Podcast. Always a pleasure to have Brent on the show. Brent, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing okay. Certainly uh, concerned about Mississippi State coach Mike Leach and where he is in life and and how difficult that situation is. So uh, certainly all kinds of prayers going out for him right now. Yeah, most certainly. Uh, Obviously a very scary situation. All of it just happening, uh, you know, yesterday. It it seemed like, and there's people who I, I saw on, on Twitter and on social media who have said, look, I, I, I talked to him last night or, you know, I spoke to him yesterday. And it, it, it obviously hits uh, those, those people a little bit harder, but our thoughts and prayers are with uh, uh, Mike and his family, and hopefully he'll be able to pull through. Um, on the on, on the flip side of things, a little bit uh, brighter note of college football as we get into bowl season. Um, Heisman Trophy ceremony over, over the weekend. Caleb Williams ends up winning it. Uh, I know that you get a a vote, um, Brent, and I I saw it on social media. But I, I wanna I wanna ask you about it. Who 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 did you vote for to win it, and and why did you vote for that person? Yeah, uh, I um, uh, thought about that for quite a while. Max Dugan is who I voted for. One, Bryce Young. Two, and three would be Stetson Bennett. So. Um, I, I mean, I, Dugan was uh, really impressive, had a tremendous uh, championship game where he, he almost led them back uh, in that game uh, to beat Kansas State himself, but uh, ju- just was really impressed with those three guys. I mean, I, I really thought about putting um, the um, Tennessee quarterback, Hinton Hooker, in there Mm. Uh, also, uh, I think that that would have worked. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, why I did not vote for Caleb Williams is the, uh, if people didn't, haven't heard this, uh, the fingernail stuff, Drew, frankly, just really turned me off, uh, where he writes on his fingernails, um, uh, whoever the team is playing, he did this against Notre Dame. He did it against Utah. Mm-hmm. Is F Utah, and there is a uh, lack of a better word. Uh, there's a morals clause in the uh, uh, the, the Heisman, uh, also. And look, I know the kid's a tremendous quarterback. I, I don't have any doubt about that, uh, but that. Kind of got me, uh, uh, and it wasn't only me, but it was other mm. voters who saw that, and they weren't particularly enamored with that uh, either. Uh, that is just totally unnecessary uh, with that. So, uh, but but all in all, always glad to uh, participate. I still say the biggest mistake that we make with the award is we do not publicize the award during the week of, uh, we are sworn to secrecy that you, uh, uh, can't divulge your vote until after mm. the voting is announced. We used to be able to do that Drew, and, and, and I think that's a real mistake, frankly, it would give the award, uh, some publicity, uh, because the truth of the matter is, unfortunately, 
after the award is over on that, by the time you get to Monday or, or tomorrow, uh, really no one's talking about it anymore. So uh, I, I just think they miss a, a real opportunity uh, uh, for the award to get some more debate and discussion uh, if they would allow that to happen during the week. Brent Beard of First Coast News and Coast of the SEC and Helping Podcast joins the show. I found this interesting, Brent. Um, Hugh Freeze is bringing in Philip Montgomery, former head coach at Tulsa, to be the OC. And then Ron Roberts, a, a guy that's been involved uh, with, with some good defenses lately. I believe it was at Baylor, if I remember correctly. He's going to be the D.C. at Auburn. Yes. Those th- are, are I, I would put him as good hires for Auburn. I don't know where, where you would classify them, but but it seems like this is a good move for Hugh Freeze with his coordinators. Uh, uh, I mean, they seem to be pretty solid uh, from what you know you've seen about it. I, I do remember not that long ago uh, that a lot of people thought Montgomery would be uh, uh, the next great head coach, but that obviously has not happened. Mm. Uh, he comes from the uh, Art Bryles coaching tree. Uh, and then Dan, Don, Ron Roberts uh, from Baylor has done a pretty good job. Uh, his defense at Baylor led the Big 12 in run defense in 21 and was number three this year. Uh, they led the conference in turnovers game last year and was number four this season. So um, I, I think I'm more impressed with Roberts than I am um, Montgomery, but still at the same time, uh, uh, yeah, I, I think I think uh, both those guys uh, will, will be looked upon as as good hires. Yeah, and they absolutely need a, a solid and consistent at least three three to four years. I mean, whether they get to a national title or not, uh, who knows? But it, just for Auburn's sake, they they need a guy that can come in with Hugh Freeze, and maybe he's the guy, maybe not, but they need to have some sort of stability with that program because it seems to have been relatively unstable here over the last uh, uh, couple of years. Many players, obviously, are, 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 in, are in the portal. Uh, multiple ones have announced that they're uh, where, where they're committing to next. you got Jaheim Bell from South Carolina announcing today he's going to FSU. Uh, there, there's been a number of quarterbacks, though, rumored to different places. Uh, DJ Uyunglele, I've been reading, could be headed to Florida. That That, that is in the in the weeds, as well as Devin Leary to Alabama or Georgia, which I think is an interesting one given Ty Simpson is seemed to be the guy, at least there, and, and, and people tend to like Carson Beck, at least for guys who are on the roster, to eventually replace Stetson Bennett as the quarterback. Do, do you see either Georgia or Alabama going to the portal to get a quarterback, or do you think that they're going to stand pat with what they've got? I think Georgia's fine, frankly, uh, I mean, Carson Banks from Jacksonville, where we are, that would be great to see him get the job, uh, too. But, I mean, Georgia's got two other uh, heralded uh, high school guys uh, that they would look at. I, I think Bama's got to go uh, to the portal, frankly. They, they need – look, Jalen Milrow is not the answer for them. Um, I mean, he's improved some, but you've got to have somebody that has some real accuracy, and I don't think Milro does. Milro reminds me of uh, Anthony Richardson, frankly. Uh, and I'll say this: um, 
Uyunglele is not the answer to Florida's problem. Uh, Florida, mm. Florida really, the, the, really does not need uh, another quarterback uh, like. Now he he would have more experience. Uh, I would certainly give him that uh, than Anthony Richardson drew. But uh, I, I, I I mean, who knows what they'll do? But I would. I would be very surprised if they go that route. I, I, I mean, uh, uh, DJU, uh, uh, I think he's a good quarterback, but he's not an elite, he's not a great to, to elite quarterback in terms of accuracy, which is what they need. Yeah, and I, I think too, it, it would make some sense for him to go West Coast, just given that's where he's from and everything like that. I feel like that would be yeah. a, a situation that would maybe be more of a benefit to him and whatever program gets him there. And speaking of Florida, so Jack Miller is the guy, at least for their bowl game. Is this a little bit of a tryout of sorts, or do you do you think that he is legitimately the guy? Obviously, Florida is going to have to figure out and Coach Napier what to do here at the quarterback position outside of just Jack Miller as uh, Anthony Richardson declaring for the draft and Jalen Kitna no longer being with the team. Yeah, um, the um, now there's been some some of what you've said. Uh, I also wanted to follow up on a few things with that too. Sure. Um, uh, what would be uh, uh, you know some stuff that that we have seen uh, as of the last few minutes? Uh, Trey Knox at Arkansas, the tight end, uh, is in the transfer portal too. That's a pretty good tight end. Uh, all the way around. Uh, now, Caleb Banks from Louisville, we understand, is committed to Florida. Uh, six, seven, three hundred pound freshman defensive mm. lineman, uh, and they need uh, several uh, of those guys. Uh, I think two. Now, uh, another one that, that I thought was interesting. Uh, it, I don't know if people have heard this. Liam Cohen is back at Kentucky. Or, or he's going to be back. He's with the Rams, offensive coordinator. Remember, he was there uh, with Kentucky, went back to the Rams, and now look, looks to be coming back. Devin Leary, the NC State quarterback, is supposed to visit Kentucky this week. Okay. That, that would be a nice pickup for them. That's a big-time quarterback, frankly. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and if people miss this, B.J. Ojolari, the LSU edge rusher, is going to the uh, uh, NFL. So uh, I just wanted to throw some of those in sure, yeah. uh, real quick. Uh, Lord, it's a, um, uh, it's frankly hard to keep up with all this stuff right now. Oh, yeah, it certainly is. And another one is Marshawn Lloyd, the running back at South Carolina, who also is, is, yes. is in there. And he's a guy... Kind of, it's interesting. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people looking his way because of how good he was with that South Carolina roster. That that some would say well, it was okay, but but it wasn't necessarily great. And, and I, I not not to say that he could be like Jameer Gibbs, but a similar situation with Jameer Gibbs, where he's on a on a team in Georgia Tech that's not really that talented at all, goes to Alabama and and is the star of the show. Still, I mean, there's guys that just have talent regardless of where they're at. There's a name too that. Uh, entered today that I don't know if the, if he's SEC caliber, but given Florida and the need for an accurate quarterback, Grayson McCall, the the uh, Coastal Carolina quarterback, yes. he he's entered the portal. His yes. his career completion percentage, Brent, is seventy percent. I mean, he, he's been really good. Of yeah. course, playing at, at the Sun Belt level, but 
they, they have gone up against some good teams. I don't know if that would be uh, if, if if teams would give him a look in the SEC, but I, I'm sure that some of the Power Five schools will be looking his way. Yeah, that's a good quarterback. He really is. Uh, but by the way, let me dovetail back what you said about uh, Lloyd. Marshawn Lloyd is a thousand yard a year running back mm, yeah. uh, when he's healthy. Uh, but he just hadn't been that way. Uh, but yeah, McCall. Uh, is uh, uh, listen when you look at the numbers. I don't care who you are. Uh, Eight thousand yards, seventy-eight touchdowns, and has ran for a thousand fifty-three yards. So uh, now your point's a good one. Would he be? Uh, uh, would he be capable of dealing with uh, uh, with SEC type uh, uh, competition? I don't know, but uh, you can't help but look at those numbers. Uh, I, I, and, and I think if you put him in, I don't think he'd be scared to death. Uh, mm. So that's something to look for. The funniest thing I've seen all week is Bobby Petrino emerging as a serious candidate for Texas A&M's offensive coordinator job. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know how uh, realistic that would be. Uh, and and would my lord would the, and with that would that end up being oil and water uh once you think about it oh yeah what w- would it ever I, I and you know you you, you don't want to have distractions around and i feel like that would uh, be one obviously and, and just given i, I don't know the, the, the whole and i don't know if this is just like a a, a good old boys club sort of deal but it seems like guys n- not that this is a bad thing cuz i i'm of the idea and of the uh, of, of the thought that people deserve a second chance at things and all of that stuff, but it seems like they're oftentimes more in the NFL, I think, than in college. There, there's a rotation of coaches who get brought in as assistants or, or coordinators or head coaches, and there's always coaches that 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 get a first look instead of maybe an up and coming person or somebody else who's been there. I don't know if that's necessarily the case with Bobby Petrino, but. You look at Rick Pitino, you you look at some of these other uh, coaches in the NFL as well, and it, it seems to be a rotation of guys that, yeah, they can coach. I mean, maybe even Hugh Freeze. I mean, I think he deserves a second chance as well, and he seems to have done well at Liberty and now going on to Auburn. But I, I don't know what your thought, thought, thought is on that, Brent, with coordinators of big-time big names being, getting brought in as opposed to other people, but I, I find it interesting. Yeah, well, it, and it will be. And look, the jury is the jury is still out on Hugh Freeze at Auburn. I mean, there are a lot of people that do not like that hire at all, and that and Auburn's not going to admit this, but there's been a lot of pushback uh, from different groups and so forth. Okay, uh, on Freeze being there now, that's not going. They're not they're not going to renege on their um, uh, commitment to him. Uh, but they're very, but there are a lot of people very wary of that. And by the way, his job just got harder because Tank Bigsby has made it official that he's going to the NFL, uh, who was, uh, who was and is, uh, one of the more, um, uh, uh, certainly better running backs, I think, in the entire league. Yeah, mo- yeah, most certainly. And he, and he will be missed at Auburn for, for sure. Um, Two more things I wanted to get to with Brent Beard of First Coast News and a host of the SEC and Helping Podcast. Alabama 
On the football field, landing a big-time recruit, a co-coach champion just got another five-star, a, a top-ten edge rusher in the country, but you look at their basketball team as well. Uh, now number four, Alabama. They were number eight when they upset number one, Houston, uh, in a big one. They were down by as many as 15. Are, 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 are Alabama the favorite to win the SEC right now, Brent, or would you maybe go in a different direction with Tennessee or, or Auburn or Kentucky, or would you say, yeah, Alabama, by the looks of it, are a team that would be favored right now to win the conference? Well, when you beat two number ones, North Carolina and Houston, you've got to be looked upon as mm, yeah. certainly one of the favorites. I, I think it's too early. Our, Arkansas was in that mix for a while. Uh, I, I think also too early on. Uh, but uh, it, that, look, they they are so much better than they were last year. It's not even funny uh, as far as their chemistry is concerned. They uh, late in that Houston game, they had like four freshmen on the court, uh, which was impressive. Now they've got um, um, Javon Quinterly back uh, on the team now after the um, uh, the tearing his ACL in the NCAA tournament. But the um, uh, they look. They've got to get Quinterly to play a team game. Uh, Quinterly is a good uh, basketball player, uh, but he's got to stay within uh, the framework of this team if that's going to work. Uh, there are way too many times he tries to do way too much. He tried to go inside on some of those skyscrapers for Houston. But, look, uh, Bama, again, has got an incredibly tough game tomorrow night with Memphis at home, uh, and then they go to Birmingham to play Gonzaga on Saturday. Uh, I can tell you this, they're really, uh, right now, uh, there there can't be many teams in the nation that have a better schedule than Alabama does. Yeah, in terms of resume building, and even last year, I mean, they were so inconsistent last year, as you pointed to, Brent, that they they really did themselves in in a way because I mean I think they went what like nineteen and sixteen something like that where they had some really high quality wins but they had some losses where you really were scratching your head and this year with that experience being back I mean they they are showing up and, and also showing out as well in that resume I mean if they beat Gonzaga and you go on from there and say they end up finish I mean they they very well could be a team that vies for the number one seed maybe overall who knows but definitely yeah. a, a one oh, seed yeah. in the NCAA tournament yeah well the other thing is of uh, what you alluded to this is a much 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 better defensive team than they were last year I mean last year they either could not or would not play defense uh, but but this year but this year they are that they're a much better chemistry team this year. That was a selfish basketball team last year. Uh, they could have been much better than what they were, uh, but they they just were not. And uh, the, but the freshman class that he recruited uh, is is really paying off for them right now. Just just amazed in a lot of ways. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, but, and the other thing that they've got to do is, um, they, uh, listen, they've got to keep that coaching staff, uh, with Nate Oates. I mean, uh, uh, they, they don't need to let him get away and they need to get something done, uh, soon on that, yeah. uh, uh, on the arena, uh, and the sooner they can get something going on this arena, the better, the better that they're going to be too. So, uh, but but yes, uh, 
uh, is um, this this Bama basketball team has got as much potential they've had in, in uh, uh, frankly, in decades. Six SEC teams inside the top twenty-five: uh, LSU eight and one, Missouri nine and one. They've been off to good starts as well. Um, it, it'll be interesting to follow and keep track as the season progresses as well. Uh, Brent, appreciate the time as always. You have a good one, and we will catch up again soon. Yeah, thanks, Drew. Take care. Always a pleasure talking to Brent. Coming up next on the Sports Drive, we're going to recap the NFL weekend. A lot to talk about. You're going to hear from Dan Orlovsky, Ryan Clark, and more on the craziness in the NFL this weekend.